welcome to episode 158 of SwiftCast. This is Ashley. Haley. Nate. Steph. Adam. And Ashley. This is a miracle. This never happens. <laughs> that has never happened ever. <laughs> I think it might have happened like three or four months ago, but definitely not recently. No, not recently at all. Well, it's good that we're all here because it was kind of a eventful week for Taylor and for the fans. Oh, you meant that we were all here. I was saying the fact that we all just got our names right. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That has never happened either. Lots of behind-the-scenes stuff that you guys don't get to hear, but it's pretty funny. (laughs) So, obviously, we may as well just jump right in and address the big event that happened, which is that after 15 months, Taylor and Calvin officially split up this week, and the media was just as kind and gracious as you would expect them to be. <laughs> kind, gracious. Which means not kind and gracious at all. It's lovely reading all of those all of those articles. So, basically, what happened was Wednesday, an official statement came out via people saying, or not really an official statement, but people said... Confirmed by inside sources, Taylor and Calvin have split. And as fans, of course, we have to be kind of skeptical of those things because they weren't quoting anybody specific and Taylor and Calvin weren't really saying anything and they hadn't really been seen anywhere. And then the next day, Calvin tweeted and said, The only truth here is that a relationship came to an end and what remains is, is a huge amount of love and respect. And Taylor retweeted it. So that pretty much told us all we really needed to know which is that it was true and both of them are being respectful and feel that it was for the best and I think it was a relief to have it confirmed instead of having to rely on the media. Yeah that was a really nice tweet. It seems like they just respect each other and want to make a clean break. And we really don't talk about Taylor's personal life and relationships too much on our episodes because we try and keep the focus on the music and the fans and all of the amazing charity work that Taylor does because she does so much. And, you know, when something is all over every single news outlet, then it kind of becomes something that we have to address. And, of course, we will do so as respectfully as we think Taylor would want us to. Yeah, I think that the headlines just got out of control this week, which was no surprise. It just was really disappointing. I felt like we had taken a step back in time to 2012, 2013. It's crazy how the same thing has happened over and over. And then, you know, time goes by and Taylor said her piece about it and made so many great statements about how it's really sexist and everything, how the media always portrays her and treats her. And she's even written blank space directed at the media, which has won countless awards and, whole 1989 era she was pretty much adored by the world and then one piece of gossip or tabloid news and everybody seems to forget that and revert back to how they were before yeah exactly just exactly what Steph and Ashley both said you know back to 2012 2013 and the same thing was happening and then the 1989 tour everybody loved her and she became so much bigger during the 1989 era in terms of social media and popularity and uh, her friends that she has and the media loving her squad, if you will, um, and all of her friends. And then 
what I was telling in our group chat among our hosts here is that this just proves that I don't think Taylor will ever be able to win. I think no matter what she does, she'll do some good things and she'll get praise and love for it. And then something like this will happen and the media should not react like this, but they're always going to. And I don't think Taylor's ever going to win in a situation like this. Yeah, I think really Taylor's own song lyric covers it well. And I've used it before. It's one of my favorites. People throw rocks at things that shine. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew too. <laughs> it's so true, though. It is. Uh, Taylor is so successful. She's so huge. And so people have to find something wrong with her. And it's just crazy to me that the media doesn't even try to be creative. They're literally using, I feel like, the same word-for-word -word headlines that they used <laughs> in 2012. Right. Mm -hmm. You would think they would at least find a new angle, but they say the exact same thing. Like, she's going to write a song about him. Like, okay, haven't we moved past this? They even use the same photos of their slideshows of Taylor's <laughs> men, and they just add one. It's crazy. <laughs> And then you have, you know, just the average people who are into the media but are just commenting and posting all these things and making the same joke over and over again of here comes Taylor's next album. And I just really wonder, do these people think they're being clever and funny? Do they really not know that that's the most cliche joke in all of Hollywood? It really is. One good thing that I saw out of this was a really good article from the thought catalog that kind of went viral it's called an apology letter to taylor swift you deserve better and it's by lacey ramberger have you guys seen this no i haven't seen it i did see it yeah this this is a letter that lacey wrote to taylor and i'm not going to read the whole thing but just some portions of it say at the very beginning it says I'm sorry that despite the success you have obtained over the years for your music, songwriting, and who you are as a person, people will still turn you and your relationships into punchlines. How after every headline announcing that you have parted ways with someone you cared about, people will make attempts at being clever and post tweets joking about how your next album is around the corner. And then this part might be my favorite. It says, I'm sorry that in this day and age, we still live in a culture where slut-shaming is the norm, where we listen to a man write and sing songs about his relationships and celebrate it, but hear a woman do the same and turn her into a running joke. No truer words have been spoken. Yeah, it's it really bothered me the way the headlines were used this past week. And, you know, it's not like they're even thinking about anything other than how can we get the most clicks to make the most money? That's it. Well, yeah. And I think, I think it's just because people are so interested in Taylor and they know they're going to get more clicks if they talk about her. So they just keep repeating the same things over and over again. And then another problem that kind of comes out of that is that even when as fans, you're trying to dispute these headlines and, trying to tell these media outlets that they shouldn't be posting these things, even doing that gives them more attention than they should be getting. That's true. I've been trying to just avoid them. Um, I've even been seeing some articles, I haven't been clicking on them, but some are saying, 
well, who should Taylor date next? And it's just so frustrating. Because obviously somebody who just got out of a year-long relationship is going to be just on the prowl trying to immediately date someone. But that's how they like to portray her. So infuriating. And it's crazy because she had such a long period of being single before this relationship. Right. People have such a short-term memory these days. People probably feel like she dated Harry Styles like six months ago. Like, that was almost four years ago. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think a sad reality uh, that we're all going to have to accept is that until Taylor actually settles down and gets married and, you know, has, uh, you know, a lifelong relationship, I think things like these are just going to continuously surface throughout her life, which is very sad to me, but I think it's an unfortunate reality. I kind of feel like with everything she's been through and everything that she's said in the past, and especially the attitude she adopted in 1989, she can't be surprised or particularly upset because she must have known exactly what was coming. I feel like Mm -hmm. it's like when someone just keeps doing the same thing over and over, after a while, you just become immune to it. It's true. Because if that's the best they've got, it's like, okay, they can keep saying the same thing over and over, but... She's already risen above it, and she will again, and I'm sure she knew they would do this, but, you know, I don't really think that it's deeply affecting her. I think she's just focused on herself and tunes it out really well. And it especially seems like she's not letting it bother her too much because she was spotted out this weekend looking actually really happy, which was great to see. She attended the wedding of a fan that apparently she had been secretly coordinating with his family for months to surprise the bride and groom. And it was kind of an amazing story. So this is the actual story of um, how Taylor ended up at this wedding. Taylor Swift helped one very happy groom, who's also been a longtime fan of the singer, fill his blank space Saturday night. While celebrating their love in front of their friends and family, Max Singer and Kenya Smith were surprised by Swift with a stripped-down performance of Blank Space that she's coordinated with Max's sister Allie over the last few months. So, Taylor Swift showed up to my cousin's wedding, hashtag surprised. Gage Simmons captioned a video of the singer. Back in April, Allie reached out to the Shake It Off singer, 26, about the death of her and Max's mother in a touching letter, telling Swift how her brother had wed his wife in the hospital, so their mom wouldn't miss out on one of the biggest days of her son's life. Max and his late mother even danced to the singer's hit, Blank Space, for their mother and son dance before she passed away. That's a very touching story. And there's a video clip of her playing Blank Space on the piano, and it's just so awesome. Anytime you see her just on an instrument acoustic, and Mm -hmm. she looked gorgeous. She had a beautiful summery dress on, and it was just, it made me really happy, the whole thing. I was very glad. And she even hand-painted a card that had Blank Space lyrics on it, so it's going to be forever with their date. (laughs) It was just so nice, and she really did look happy. You know, it's funny partway through the performance, too. Taylor kind of stopped as she's playing the piano, and she and she goes, You know, when I wrote this song, uh, I never thought I'd actually be playing it at a wedding. Uh, and everyone kind of laughed, and she goes, But, you know, Max and Kenya, they get what they want. So and then she kept singing. I think that Taylor is very happy when she can make other people happy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is definitely one of her strengths. Yeah, that's a good point. And that made me so happy because, you know, this news had come out a couple days beforehand. And 
sure, she could, could have gone to this wedding and, you know, posed for pictures and had a, a stoic look on her face or just, you know, been there to be there and make an appearance and say, you know, here I am in the spotlight again and I'm okay. But when you look at the pictures that she took with the bride and groom and other people that attended the wedding, she is honestly so happy. She has the biggest smile on her face and it just made me happy that she's so happy. Yeah, she really takes joy in making other people happy, which is one of the many reasons why I love her. And I think that's so important because success musically might come and go, but she will always have the power to do that. She will always have so many people that look up to her and that even the slightest interaction with her makes them so happy. And I really love that she tries to really just maximize it. And especially now that she has the free time to do so, it was so great that she took the time to do this. Well, yeah, it's so funny because we talked before when she did the Vogue interview, the 73 questions, and she consistently says that if she could have a superpower, she would choose healing people. And on that episode, we said, but she already does that, even though she can't cure cancer or anything like that. She makes people so happy. And 60 years from now, 80 years from now, her music is still going to be making people happy, which is just remarkable. And that happiness heals people. So she really does have the power to heal. I think she just wants it to be more medically involved. And another great thing that I think really made all of us happy was that over the past couple of days, sort of in response to all of the media articles and everything they were saying, the fans started a trending topic with the hashtag, I love Taylor Swift because, and people just shared the nicest, most supportive messages on Twitter. Yeah, I hope that Taylor saw that. I hope that it made her day. I feel like she probably did. It was the top trending topic for at least a little while. And earlier tonight, we actually opened up our phone lines to talk to some of you guys about the reasons why you love Taylor, which was so much fun and really, I think, uplifting for all of us. And thank you to everyone who called in. We love doing call-ins. We love interacting with you guys. And we'll definitely be doing more in the future. So now here are a few of our listener calls. Hey, Vinny, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Thanks for calling, man. No problem. I love SwiftCast, so, like, might as well. (laughs) How are you feeling about all the news and the media going on this week? Well, like, at first when I heard it, I was like, oh, well, how is Taylor and how is Calvin feeling? Like, I was like, well, I'm going to worry about them. Like, not sure if it's true or not. And then Calvin tweeted, then I was like, oh, this is real. And then Taylor retweeted it, and I was like, well, I'm really glad, like, they're they settled it a good way rather than like avoiding it. So it was actually confirmed, like kind of like that. It's hard to describe. Yeah. That's always better to than to leave people speculating. Cause then people just make up even more stories. Yeah. Like how I saw like all these, like you go on just Twitter and all this stuff and there's like so many things just made up and I'm like, and people are believing them. I'm like, well, like listen to like, just wait for further confirmation. Like I was listening for like tree to comment on something. Well, and I think that compared to Taylor's past relationships, this is the first time that I've seen both parties in the relationship handle it maturely. Yeah, I just, like, this is probably a better way to confront it because they made this relationship so public and just a great way to settle it was how Calvin did. 
while it seems like things are dying down a little now, people are not as upset and yeah (laughs) thankfully it was a a scary time on twitter for a few days yeah i think the confirmation of her like at the um like at the wedding last night like she was she was smiling so i feel like that kind of died people down like oh she's not feeling super down like she's excited to go here and ready to perform for all the people so i was just like yeah it's i think i was saying last night when taylor's happy i'm happy so seeing her smiling and performing even made me really happy. Yeah, she was like making remarks like, "Oh, I was never expecting to play this at a wedding and all this stuff." And I was like, "You do that. You like, you're doing great." Well, how's your summer going so far? Well, since Taylor's like been offline and all this stuff, I'm just kind of like, I have nothing to like look off of. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, she hasn't been on Tumblr in like almost two months. Yeah, we all kind of feel the same way. Well, I guess. Now we now we wait to see if we get any music news at the end of the summer. Yeah, I'm just wondering about like uh, the Grand Prix and if she's just gonna like perform the 1989 tour. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen That's a good there. Question. Yeah, we've been talking about that for pretty much since it was announced, and I was just I don't like know. because she put a lot of her costumes in the Grammy Hall of Fame. Like, is she gonna take some of those out of there? Or are those gonna be like not the outfits she maybe will perform with? Like, I was just kind of confused on that. Yeah, I would guess that it won't be like the tour. I think there will definitely be 1989 songs performed, but I think it'll have its own outfit and yeah, own I was sound. Just, I was just like thinking, like maybe is she gonna pull like a sweeter than fiction and just do like one new song, just like maybe like pump us up and get us like new content. But I don't know. Yeah, right now we're about four and a half months away, so it's still yeah. pretty far. We'll have to see what happens the rest of the summer and the early fall. Yeah, I wonder if she's going to, like, announce anything or something, but maybe she'll come up at, like, Selena's concert sometime soon and just watch to see the excitement on her face. Yeah, I'm hoping I get to see Selena. I heard her tour is really good. Yeah, I want to see her, too. I haven't, like, learned all of her songs yet, but I'm, like, listening to them, and I love them. Like, they're really good. It seems like she has a lot of costumes that are very pretty and just, like, great choreography, and, like, she puts, I think, as much work into her tours as taylor does yeah i feel like maybe she got some like some inspiration off of taylor when she performed together like i could see like maybe taylor would wear that she just seems like a really good performer like she can dance she can do all this stuff and puts on a great show yeah definitely and she cares about her fans just as much as taylor does which is a huge plus yeah Yeah, i see her coming outside after a lot of her shows and meeting fans that are waiting out there which is really great for her to do and, like, she, I saw, like, a video or something, and she was, like, tricking her security guard. She was like, oh, look over there, and she ran over to her fans to go meet them. And I was like, wow, that just shows a lot about her personality. Yeah, I saw that, too. Well, the call-in wouldn't be complete um, if uh, you didn't tell us uh, about the hashtag, I love Taylor Swift, because why do you love Taylor Swift, Vinny? Well, where do I start? That's the first <laughs> question. Well, I just feel like... She's just like this warm, welcoming energy that I don't, it's like hard to rub off. Like, there's no, I don't know how people are just like, I don't like Taylor Swift. Like, she has a great personality. She's so kind to everyone she meets. Like, I've seen so many videos. Like, she cares about each and every one of us so individually. Like, acts like she's our friend. Like, that's just like such a great, like, she's such a great performer, too, which adds on a lot. She's, she doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, 
on like she's there's nobody that can replace her if that makes sense like there's there's probably just going to be like a whole hall of fame like people have now like johnny cash like all that stuff like, she's <laughs> that's true like it's definitely just, true yeah she's so phenomenal and for this generation i mean if you look at just the impact she's made in i guess officially 10 years of a career one decade imagine 30 40 50 years down the road how much she'll have accomplished yeah, like, she's 20, and she already had the Taylor Swift Award. Like, how much further can you get already? Yeah. <laughs> Just, she's unbelievable, and I can't believe how far she's gotten in 10 years, and only 10 years. Like, how much she's made progress just in, since 1989 came out. Like, she's gained so much, mm-hmm. and I'm so proud of her for that. She's just one of the greatest performers of all time, in my opinion. That's another humbling thing that I always think of, because Taylor and I... Uh, are the same age. We're both 26. Mm-hmm. It is insane to think that if I were in my position and then just think about how Taylor is in her position, how that could possibly ever even happen. That is so insane to me. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I'm 16 right now and I was like, I want to be like a singer and I'm like, there's no way that I could be like 16, move to Nashville, get a record deal, like get hey, there out of go. that record deal. <laughs> like a huge label and she just drops it then starts from the bottom up. It's like, wow. It's amazing. Yeah, even for other young artists who try and follow in her footsteps, I think it's very, very hard to achieve what she has. And I honestly don't know if anybody will come close. Yeah, it's just she's so unreplaceable. And it's it's interesting how people know this and she's recognized all the time. But then as soon as a piece of gossip happens, it seems like a lot of people forget all of the other great accomplishments that she's had and yeah, like they go out the window and then they're yeah. just focused on the gossip so i agree that's always be nice if... me. i just so never nice. understood that people always it, are, are just always too quick to forget and it's not even tailored to i mean it, you know it's a lot of things people are just so quick to forget you know anything positive or you know anything about anyone that's come out in the in recent past you know uh anything that supersedes or you know erases mistakes or anything like that people just forget all of that it just makes no sense to me yeah, like, when she, like, got together with Calvin, like, nobody cares about her happiness. Like, none of the media does. They just care about, oh, here comes another album and all this stuff. And I'm just like, don't you care about people's happiness? Like, that's overall one of the best things that you can have. Like, maybe give that to her. That's so true. That's a very good point. I just wish the media would just care about people's feelings rather than how many, how much money they make off of something. And that's so true, too, because I think a lot of it is... Not even the media caring about what they're saying. They're not even thinking about what they're saying. They literally are just making headlines that will get the most clicks, which translates to the most money, without even putting any thought into it. Yeah, it was like when they said that Taylor was buying a castle, and then when she was like, someone said like she was getting married and all this stuff, and it was like a fan's wedding at Loft 89 and all this stuff, and I'm like... How far can you get? Like, and it's the best when Sassy Swift comes out and she like has all these remarks, and I'm like, praise. <laughs> I think I think her showing up at the wedding was her way of addressing them without directly doing so. Yeah, totally agree. Well, thank you so much for calling. It was great talking to you, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again on a future episode. Yeah, totally. I love Swiftcast. Hello, this is Zach from Chicago. Zach, what's going on? Hi. 
joined the show so far. You're talking about America's great 15-month couple gone awry, right? They definitely went awry. Um, how will we get through this great tragedy? You know, it's really funny because every single headline has 15 months in it, but I feel like if it was anybody else, they wouldn't be so specific on the number of months. That is correct. <laughs> For sure. Don't you guys think if it was anyone else, it would just say split after a year or like round to the nearest amount of time? So I don't know about you, but I was really curious to see when we would eventually see her in public following the news because I was just thinking back to when she broke up with Harry and there were photos of her looking really sad, but I was surprised to see her out and about and having a great time at the wedding she performed at last night. I think she changed kind of the style narrative that she had going on. I think the dress was a really, really smart choice. And it changed the lipstick up a little bit, too, to kind of go back to the classic red. And kind of the more summer fresh look, I think, kind of made her look really bright and festive. Yeah, I really loved her dress. I thought it was the perfect summer dress for a wedding. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I think she looked just adorable. I think it was kind of the perfect thing to kind of like, shake off the news and um, kind of get her back in the limelight in kind of such a great way um, with such a great cause. I think it was sweet that they reached out to her to perform at the wedding and the fact that they previously were married for their mom and now the mom passed away. I think it was a great touch for Taylor um, to do that for her fans. It definitely was. And, It's been a while since I think she's had time to do that, and it's great that now that she has free time that she's doing that, because we know that that's one of her favorite things to do, is to surprise her fans like that. Agreed 100%. It felt like the old Taylor kind of, again, um, was back, not like the Met Gala Taylor. It felt like kind of the original Taylor that we've all grown to love. Are there any concerts you're excited about this summer now that Taylor's not on tour? Not in the summer, um, but maybe Keith Urban, Philip Phillips in November. Um, I saw Philip Phillips once. He was, he was good. He is really good. He's absolutely fantastic. Live, he just knows how to put on a great, great show. And then um, Megan Trainer, even. You know what? She's blowing off the charts and her music's ridiculous. So a lot of fans this week to sort of counteract what the media has been doing have been tweeting with the hashtag I love Taylor Swift because so if you could say just a couple sentences what are some positive comments that you'd want to share with Taylor mine would be I love Taylor Swift because um I believe at the end of the day she always remains true to herself and true to her fans I think the fact that she's also able to consistently put out an album that kind of encapsulates a year in her life and I can't kind of wait to see where the next one goes with what's coming up next. And then maybe also the fact that, like, she bridged the whole country pop gap. And I think she did it um, kind of better than the rest and kind of improved upon um, what Faith Hill did, what Carrie Underwood did um, to a point, And kind of led the next way for the next generations, like the Kelsey Ballerinis. And I think she's kind of, there's just always such a style trailblazer. That's why I love Taylor Swift, because... Very well said. I think we all agree. I definitely agree. Thank you so much for calling and for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you, SwiftCast. You have an amazing evening. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Chloe. Hey, Chloe. Chloe. How are you guys doing tonight? Great, how are you, Chloe? Good. 
little, little bit cold outside today, but uh, I'm good. So, Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Chi Town. Chi Town. Yeah, Chi Town. Chi Town callers tonight. Just down the street from me. Yep. Just, <laughs> well, we can stay down the street, but you know. Were you there? Were you at the show? Oh yeah, both nights. Blast. Oh, you were. Miss it. Yeah, I was at those shows too. They were awesome. I loved uh, the fact that she said Chi Town instead of Chicago. That was awesome. Yeah, it made her feel like a homie. So, how do you feel about the events of the past few days with Taylor? Are you are you referring to the breakup? Oh yeah, that's what. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, it's been a really hard time for me because I was really emotionally attached, and I know like I shouldn't let my entire world revolve around Taylor, but like. <laughs> The past few days have been me consuming a lot of ice cream and, like, carbs and feeling like I'm going through a breakup. But, uh, yeah, just overall sadness. I know you're a big Taven shipper, as I, we all are. No. And well, just it's... the other day, like, side side note here, but, like, just the other day I was at Ashley's house and, like, we were talking about it. And I was like, they're going to get married and... Don't have hopes and dreams for your ships ever. Well, I guess it's good that at least the fans have been very proactive in telling the media to not tweet sexist things and tweeting really, really supportive, nice messages about Taylor. So that's been good to see. I just think it's funny because I saw a lot of those sexist things popping up in my timeline because, you know, everyone would quote them and such and respond to them. Every time I see one of those quotes come up, it was just kind of like, oh, another one. <laughs> then at one point, there was like a radio station from Chicago tweeted one. I was like, oh, no, not people who live here. You try to ignore it, I'm sure, but it gets hard the more and more you see it. For sure, especially if it's coming from like sources that are around you personally. Or like if you know people who are saying things like that. I'm so happy I'm not in school right now because... Whenever Taylor would break up with someone, which was once in my high school experience. <laughs> and who was that? that? One, one time I was really drilled by everyone about it. Like, oh, <laughs> like you think she's going to write about this? I was like, can we not? Oh, man. I'm assuming you're talking about the Harry Styles breakup. Yup. Oh, All boy. the directioners. <laughs> and so do you have any I love Taylor Swift because what? comments you'd like to share? I tweeted one that was like... I don't know, like, everyone was participating in it, and I couldn't not. So the one that I came up with, just because this has been a quote that's really, like, stayed with me throughout the era, you guys remember when she just said, like, you know it's a lot cooler than be, or, like, I don't even remember the exact verbatim, but just something along the lines of, like, it's a lot better to be happy than to be cool. And mm-hmm. I just think that's a really important message to take away, and I don't know if I would have gotten that if it hadn't been for her saying it. Are you talking about the clean speech, maybe? From oh, yeah, shows? for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many lines in the clean speeches that oh, you absolutely. Mm-hmm. pick out. I feel like that one that you just said about it's better to be happy than be cool, that I feel like that was in Lexington. Maybe. Um, I think it might have been, yeah. That was the second to last show that I saw, and I feel like it was that show. I'm actually saying it's Sydney. Um, the quote is, you know what's better than being cool is being happy, and you're really happy tonight, Sydney. It was in Sydney. Well, I, I swear to- she said it in Lexington too, but maybe I'm crazy. A couple times she reused the same lines, yeah. But the message is the same, and it's still mm-hmm. important every time. So 
I really enjoy that. And also, on a broader scale, outside of the 1989 era, I think that it's really important that like she's really always had our backs as fans. And like, I I just don't know. Oh God, this sounds cliche, but I don't know what I would have done without that. It's been uh, like the most consistent thing in my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The only consistent thing in my life. So I don't know. I love her because of that. And I really value our relationship, even though I have not met her. Taylor's your anchor. She keeps you grounded. For Mm -hmm. sure. And this break might ruin my life, but I'm happy she's happy. <laughs> it's ruining everyone's life. It's, just, it's pathetic. I don't know. I'm, I get home, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> and then you start questioning, like, what you've been doing for the past seven or eight or nine years. <laughs> and, like, what you would have done if she wasn't there. Definitely wouldn't have been as exciting. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I personally think, and of course... There's a lot of conflicting information out there, but I think we are going to get a new album, if not in October, by the end of this year. That's uh, that's a positive outlook. I admire that. I think that, you know, it's hard to overlook just like, I think in the Vogue article, Lord was quoted in saying that Taylor gets bored easily. She's not going to want to just sit at home and watch TV for more than like a couple weeks before going back in the studio and I think that's pretty true I mean I'm sure she could find other things to fill her time I'm sure there's a lot of different projects that she could work on but I just don't see her staying out of the studio for an extended period of time yeah I feel like when I heard Lord say that that was a really big confirmation because I feel like I've always thought of Taylor like that like she can say she wants to take a break but really you know I think she loves it like she she loves songwriting and it's like it's not a thing you know, when you love something that much, you can't just put it down and ignore it. It's not something she has to do. She wants to, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So that's why I, I have hope. I hope so. I just, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> I because like, I don't want to like feed into because like obviously like she's a grown woman, like she can do what she wants, but like some people have that opinion where they think maybe the whole Taven might thing might have kind of played into the idea of taking a break which I kind of believe too because when you know after a year of them being in a relationship and well I definitely think that if she was planning on taking more time off this breakup might it might cause her to want to focus more on work because I mean I think that's normal for everybody you know we're going through something like that you need to channel your energy into something so I definitely think that that could influence her that's true i never thought of it that way well thank you so much for calling yeah no problem yeah, thanks for calling in chloe of course hey carly hi are you sad that taylor swift and her boyfriend broke up yes why do you love taylor swift because she sings great songs yeah she does what's your favorite song carly shake it off oh that's a good one I know that's your favorite. We danced to that in Denver at the show. What else happened at the show, Carly? I danced with Taylor's mom. You did. She loved you. Yes, she did. (laughs) She wanted to take you home with her. (laughs) Yes. And then what else happened after that? Where did Taylor's Um, mom take you after the concert? She did. We took a picture with Taylor Swift. What? (laughs) No, you didn't. Yes, we did. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is so cool. Was that the best part? Yes. I agree. I I believe you. <laughs> and what did Taylor say to you? Hi. <laughs> I think that was about all she had time to say. She had to get on her plane. Yeah. That is so cool. But you took an awesome picture. Yes, I did. And your doll even got to be in the picture, too. Yes, he was. What are your other favorite songs besides Shake It Off? Love Story. That was the one and... that her mom danced with you during it. Yes. And You Belong With Me. She did that one, too, just for you, I think. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Bye, Carly. <laughs> Bye, Carly. Bye, Carly. I love Collins. I wish we could do them every day. Me too. It's so great to hear from all of you, whether it's through a call-in or if you email us or write a review on iTunes. We just love hearing from you and talking about Taylor. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you guys are fans just like us. We love hearing what you guys have to say always. And we'd love hearing from you throughout the week in between each episode. So if you'd like to contact us with any thoughts, you can do so on Twitter at SwiftCast13. We're at Facebook.com slash TheSwiftCast. We're on Instagram and Tumblr. Our email address is theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. And if you go to our website, which is swiftcast13.com, all of our contact links are there also. And you could message us right through our website, too. And if you enjoyed this episode, we would really love it if you would go on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review if you want. Doing that just helps boost us up a little bit on iTunes and makes it easier for other fans. So we would really appreciate it, and we would love if you would take a few minutes to do that. So it's kind of difficult to predict, I guess, but do you guys have any hopes or thoughts about what Taylor might do this week? Wow, this week was very unpredictable. First she was in Nashville with Abigail, then the news broke, then she was in New Jersey... Yeah, people thought she might go from that wedding to her New York place, but I think we would have probably seen photos today if she had. Yeah, it's actually interesting when you think about geographics because it did sort of seem like maybe she was spending more time in L.A. because Calvin's based there. So I wonder if she'll spend more time in New York or maybe even Rhode Island. It's that time of year. It is, and it would be nice for her to enjoy the summer. I can understand why she was in L.A. during the winter, but the weather's getting warmer on the East Coast, so maybe she'll hang around here. Maybe she'll show up at some fan's graduation party or, who knows, <laughs> birthday party. She'll show up as a graduation speaker at a random school. She really would be a great commencement speaker, wouldn't she? Absolutely. She could give such great words of wisdom to the graduates. I wonder if her old high school, Hendersonville, has ever tried to get her to speak. They really should. And she said in that Vogue interview that she wants an honorary degree, right? So, to <laughs> compete with Ed. So, somebody should give her an honorary degree and let her be a speaker. I think that this week she'll hang out with some of her friends. I feel like she hasn't done much baking or cooking lately, so maybe we'll get <laughs> some type of Instagram post with her and a couple of her friends making something. And then I also think, and I think Vinny might have said this on the Collins when he called us, um, that maybe she will attend her good friend Selena Gomez's concert because she is currently on tour. So maybe she'll attend one of her shows. Do you think she'll be a surprise guest? 
I I would say no. Probably just more in the crowd enjoying the show. I think somebody actually asked Selena that in an interview when the tour started, and she pretty much said, I hope Taylor gets a chance to come out and see a show, but we're not planning for her to be a guest right now. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I hope she gets to go. I hope she chooses to attend the Chicago show. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be like the 2009 Britney Spears show, because thanks to social media, I would actually know she was there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my prediction for Taylor this week uh, has less to do with Taylor um, and more to do with uh, the crazy stalkers that she has. I think that now that her and Calvin are definitely, you know, Splitsville, that we're going to hear some interesting stories within the coming weeks about people swimming to her house or, you know, scaling her apartment or, you know, trying to break in all kinds of crazy fun things. So. I'm very much expecting that. Well, there were all those incidents in L.A., and then there was just another recent one in New York. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's scary. She probably tripled her security just for that reason now. Oh, I'd believe that. (laughs) That is scary. I also feel like she's probably already planning out her 4th of July party and picking out recipes and decorations and maybe ordering a slip-and-slide again. Yes. (laughs) That was great. I'll be expecting my invite, Taylor, if you're listening. (laughs) She probably has a secret Pinterest board just full of 4th of July stuff. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to see what happens this week, and we will update you guys as usual on the next episode. So for now, for episode 158, this has been Ashley. Haley. Nate. Steph. Adam. And Ashley. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.